start that recording and start the stream. Let's see those bits get flowing. Bit I rate. accidentally beheaded Nezuko. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh no! Welcome to Horsing Around, a dumbass cast. Is it a permanent decapitation? I have your host as always, Nick with me today. I have three lovely guests. If you'd like to introduce yourselves. Nando, you were the first one. I thought it was Tori first, my bad. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was you first. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Tori, and I'm first. Uh, nice to meet you guys. Oh my god, hi, I'm Mando, and I'm second. Uh, I'm Nick, and I'm third. See, it, see, Jacob always gets fucked out of these things when he's last, because the first two people get to do a bit where they where they just flip with each other, and then Jacob's fucked, because I never, I never do anything stupid as my first bit. So he can't, he can't come around well, with that Nick, shit. Well, Nick, what I'm hearing is you can do something stupid as your bit. Yeah, I feel no, like I, you have, I, you I have the one, I have the one consistency in these dog water intros, alright? I need to, I need to maintain some form of consistency with the audience so they know what the fuck is happening. Sometimes. Some bullshit. What ha- okay, so what oh, the fuck no. did you do to your poor little fucking anime figurine? It's just, okay, so I dropped She's just the demon dude. Now she's beheaded and she's also delegged. Wow, you you Sad. trisected her. You I decapitated her and then and bisected her, her from her torso. And then trying to put it back together, I took her arm off. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Stop! Stop! She's already dead. No. I can't she's let her so go. Sad. That's a that's a demon slayer character, right? Yes, yeah, is Nezuko. She's a queen. She says nothing throughout the entire. Actually, no, it's not true. I think she says isn't she muzzled? Doesn't she yeah, have she like is a muzzled? Yeah, here's her head. Yeah, in a Hideo Kojima style move, uh... <laughs> they muzzled. take the main female character and muzzle her. There, I don't understand. It's for you. It's for the story. Apparently, she doesn't wear clothes. Everybody's like, it's so cute how she's muzzled. <laughs> I don't like so. So some aspects of like. Oh, dude, like, I mean, her design is very cute, and also, like, her biting down on, like, the bamboo to make sure that her, like, demon self doesn't, like, take over is, like, kind of cool. But also, like, optics-wise, you're kind of like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no, dude, it is, it is literally, you, you hit the nail on the head by saying it, it's a Hideo Kojima move, because it is on the same level as making a character called Quiet, who is mute, and also needs to be half-naked because she absorbs water and nutrients through her through her skin like a plant. Nick, what's Hideo supposed to do? She has to do it. Like, she has to die. do a sexy dance in the locker room, in the showers, where you everybody's watching you. Shower with this mute woman. You have to it's do it. Or art, Nick. Uh-huh, yeah. That, the art, otherwise known as pornography. Uh, but th we covered that last episode, so... I mean, yeah, we're... We're not we're jumping back to that? No more porn. No, we, we only get one episode for porn, and then we get one episode way down the line for weed, and that's gonna be oh, it. Bet. Maybe yeah, by episode 420, I'll have actually tried weed. Uh, I have never tried weed. Federal government and impossible yeah. employers. Um, definitely never will. Yeah, never will. I'm a good boy. Never until it's federally thought. legalized, and then maybe I will. We'll see. Um... But, uh, yeah. I mean, before the show started on the anime train, I've, uh, 
been plowing through Full Metal Alchemist, um, which is a show I, I, I know people have been telling me about, like, probably through high school and into college, but I just never got around to watching it until now. Uh, and uh, surprise, surprise, people were right. It's a, it's a good show. Kind of crazy. It's the gateway. This is only the beginning. You realize that, right? Yeah, well... I don't know, man. Like, I mean, Full Metal Alchemist is good, but, like, I I watched some episodes of the... I mean, maybe I just need to watch it from the beginning, but that, um... What's the new one that everybody loves? Where the demon... Jujutsu Kaisen? Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen. It's just, like, it's just, like, (laughs) anime shit. I don't know. I I wasn't vibing with that as much. That's fair. Nick, you gotta know... ...is a gateway. But there are other gateways that will yeah. introduce you to other aspects of anime, and by that point, you'll be accustomed to the anime shit. And then yeah, it's, it's all but like, I don't know if I don't know if people should just put up with the anime shit. Like, I feel like that's maybe not the best. But you don't thing. have to, Nick. You gotta you gotta find the niche that like you feel like. Uh, also, like I don't know, anime shit like doesn't even contend with it anymore because like yeah, the shonen genre is still like caught up in like. Hey dog, this this formula's been working for the last twenty years. We can get another hundred out of this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, oh, in terms of anime, okay. you can find whatever you want. Like during the last season of anime, I watched fucking Yuru Camp, which is about like a bunch of people who are like, "Hey, you want to go camping?" And the the other people go, "Yeah, I, I like camping." And then I they was go and camp. Laid back camp, right? Yeah, I, I know what is laid it's, back it's, camp. It's like yeah. a laid back camp is the is the uh, is the English title of mm-hmm. it but i mean that's what you yeah. translates to basically yeah uh and uh yeah it's I, I mean yeah nick you just gotta like find the niche that works for you i mean i'm someone who loves romance anime mm-hmm. i love like slice of life is like up there but it's not like yeah all like i, I kind of put slice of life and shonen in like a similar like level of like yeah I'll, like watch one every once in a while uh-huh. uh maybe you'll maybe you'll get into like some isekai like i genuinely think that log horizon season one is like uh, of the of (laughs) of the three shows i've ever i've given 10 out of 10s on mal log horizon season one is easily the best you don't have to watch the other two seasons the other two seasons fucking suck but log (laughs) horizon season one is like it's it's so good uh i i don't know like anime is like any other art form you will you will find your niche if you are interested uh and so like i nick there's the, i have seen <laughs> multiple economics themed anime <laughs> like i mean we were watching that one uh, a couple weeks ago about like gambling or whatever oh yeah, like, yeah. Gambling exactly yeah right, was... but, but that one's pretty horny that, 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 yeah that, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the horny category economics anime. well no nick there's an actual category called etchy which is like I, I, know, know, like, I, I know, I know. Softcore shit, which is like that entire genre. But like, and that... there's some good etchy shit out there. <laughs> I know. If you want a good, anime, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, there, there's good harem anime out there. Too. Like, <laughs> like, I, I like Nick. We're about I, to start talking about quintessential quintuple. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like Nick, I'm watching, I'm watching Quince. I'm getting my friend who lives in Japan to watch Quince. I'm, I'm running around being like, you guys, you guys don't understand. <laughs> They made a harem anime where I care about the characters. <laughs> and you know what? There is even little anime for, like, people who want to watch just, like, bite-sized shit and you don't want to watch, like, a full episode. Like, there's this one that I watched that is just about a wife 
and her husband and the wife goes to work and she's a badass bitch and she comes home and her stay-at-home husband makes her a drink every night yeah. and she gets blasted out of her mind and just turns into like a like a cute kawaii girl and it's yeah. it's just like five to ten minute episodes and they're adorable as fuck there, there there's mm. banania which is like yeah, even shorter banania. which is like a minute and a half episodes and uh it, it's just hey so there are these cats right but they're also bananas okay here's the show uh, and you go this is great i love it okay and it's fantastic i mean it sounds like um oh what's that one that's on netflix now with the with the red panda girl that like agretzko agretzko yeah aren't yeah, are those yeah. like short skit based episodes no th- those are full, full really length okay yeah. full length I seem like at least I guess people were just taking clips of it and posting online. I mean, it's things like Gretzko that I, I both appreciate a lot, but I'm like, man, Japan is really good at making art about what's wrong with Japanese society, and Japanese society is like, yeah, I, I love the show. It's what? about something. <laughs> what do you want about a silent noise bullying in Japanese high school? That seems. <laughs> outlandish outlandish just supposed to make me cry. i mean uh, i'm making i'm making a lot of assumptions maybe maybe on you know in uh, on the japanese within japanese society they see this art and they're reacting to it appropriately i mean there are groups in japan who are like hey dog you know art like how our social system is kind of set up is a little kind of like fucked can we like you know <laughs> maybe treat you know certain groups all here with a little more respect please uh <laughs> mayhaps so. yeah beekman beekman leaves a, an interesting comment saying that if i want a good anime just i just need to watch anything made before 2006 um, I, yeah, Beekman would say that. Uh, now I mean, just... there, there's a, there's a lot of great anime from before 2006. So like, <laughs> I mean, Yu Yu Hakusho is one of these things where I'll like watch the opening, uh, like act yeah, of Yu Yu Hakusho just show. constantly. Good show, yeah, that's like one of the first ones I saw. I was like, I used to watch that like on TV, like at, yeah, like, 8 Tsunami, baby. Oh yeah, real Tsunami oh, hours. Yeah, I, I the fun, dude, the Funimation channel. channel before it left. I was I when it left I was like dog what what am I the original to do? Yeah, I was like, all the all my anime yeah, on Funimation dude was that separate from like the the late night stuff for Cartoon Network yeah or? no it, it was it was the Funimation channel so Funimation is a, a anime publishing house basically yeah uh, that I think is owned by Sony uh, and you know they publish a lot of things they're also like the they were the main competitor to Crunchyroll until you know now country role and funimation are run by the same company uh but uh yeah like funimation was like hey dog uh tunani got really popular in america what if we just like brought like the equivalent of like an animation just it's think cartoon network like it's animation all the time yeah i thought i thought like i thought tunami was like Funimation and other like anime vendors like Arm in um in the West was just serving it through Toonami and shit like that. I mean, yes, but well, but Funimation became that kids, official baby. channel. Four yeah, kids, four kids. TV. Oh god, four yeah, kids. But yeah, but but, yeah, but Toonami Toonami filled a space that four kids can never because four kids you know was a WB property that is I don't know if you know this four kids so <laughs> you know they, they you know as as we all know in the who's ever even come in contact with a four kids anime like knows the edits that went to it and all that all toonami felt more like a all right we're showing this late at night we're showing it basically near and around the adult swim time period mm-hmm. so we're just going to 
like direct the beam the good shit and I, i'm sitting there and i'm like man this samurai shampoo shit that's some fucking good shit <laughs> but like, i love samurai shampoo it, like so was there so there was so you're just saying there's a whole channel that was just all anime all the time that was run by funimation though like yeah. separate from yeah. tsunami and four yeah. kids and all that yeah, shit it was it was, it was right next to the cartoon network on my uh really yeah. i don't know how i missed that shit then that's weird I mean, I, it didn't run very long, but mm. when it did, like, I think it was maybe like five or six years it ran. Uh, that might be a little on the short side, but from my, around that time, I think, like, I want to say maybe, you know, before it, it, I think it showed up around the time I was in middle school or maybe before that and ended like probably bef- right before I left for college. Hmm. Um, okay, I just googled it just to see if I could get any more info. Channel 262 remains on the FIO system operated by Frontier Communications in some X Verizon territories. Cablevision's Optima TV recently launched Funimation Channel On Demand in the New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut tri-state area. So if you have Optimum TV and you live in the tri-state area, you could get the, the Funimation Channel back apparently um that was the gateway for me it was the funimation channel early early mornings i would would get up and watch anime and that was it served its purpose basically it showed me what anime was and then i just ran with it from there yeah i went down a very different route my t my early morning tv i would usually flip to i think the disney channel and they were airing reruns of that emperor's new groove tv show where he was in high school but 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 the emperor's new school is an american classic (laughs) and i will not let anyone denigrate that tv show i'm not disagreeing with you man i i mean i I kept tuning into it because it was fun i don't remember anything about it but you know he's got like a girlfriend and crocs there and Kronk's amazing. He and... has a girlfriend, but he doesn't. They're never like yes. Together. Well, they, it's it's a it's a will they or won't they? Uh, I think her name is Melina. Like she's like the one with actual capability as a student, and right. is like, hey, Cusco, you're like kind of funny and kind of cool, but also like a huge. Douche. I can't like I can't, I can't date you unless you. you fucking fix yourself. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't even. I, there's some premise to that show that's like you have to go back to school before you can become emperor again, and that's why he's in school. But like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah it, it was kind of like that where like he he hadn't had an education yet, and so they they I mean they said it in high school because you they know, wanted to set a young show. Young kids high school. are going to be watching it. Yeah, but yeah. but also like it's basically the concept of like hey, you're in charge, but also you need to go get your education in order to, like, actually lead the country so you're not a bubbling doofus like you are. <laughs> uh, so please go get an education. Yeah. It was just... It was very loose plot set up to set up funny scenarios where Cusco and Kronk can interact with each other in a high school setting. Yeah. Which, you know, it worked for me, so... What's uh, what's Kronk's voice actor's name? Patrick Warburton. You. Mm. He nails every role he does, even though he uses the exact same yes. voice. That's yeah, true. He's very, he's very much a I typecast mean, like voice actor, but man, he does it. But, but not. I, I don't. I, mean, I, I feel I, like he's done like different things, like in terms of like what well, the well, yeah. Is. That's what I want to bring up is like Patrick Warburton is like one of these guys who I think a lot of people think of as like ah oh, he's just the voice, but like I've seen him in so many things where I'm like shit. He's knocking it out of the part where it's like he's so clearly a really great actor as well. He just has this iconic voice to go with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't know. He's he voices Sheriff Bronson Stone in the fucking Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated TV show, and that's like one of the funniest fucking roles I remember him in. Like he's just got like this versatility where no matter where he shows up, it's just fucking great. It reminds me of uh, shit, who plays Ash? Uh, I can't remember his name. Like uh, Ash? Oh 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 oh! The guy who that, plays Bojack uh, Horseman now or no? That's a different person. I'm you... looking up. Hmm. I, I would say somebody that gives me the similar vibe to Patrick Warburton. Uh, Bruce Campbell is who you're thinking of, Jacob. Yeah, it's Bruce Campbell. Thank, Thank like, you. Like, like, that's Thanks. the thing. Like, Bruce Campbell is a similar thing where, like, I recognize Bruce Campbell's voice so well. But that's because I listened to so much shit with, with Bruce Campbell in it. And I'm just like, no, this guy's great. There are times in the Spider Man franchise where I was like, wait, is this. <laughs> wait. <laughs> He's just here. Bruce Campbell's just like here. Yeah, that's like, definitely he, like something forget that is Bruce Campbell, and it's like yeah, it's Sam Raimi's guy, so he's here. But like, he same, yeah. I feel the same way up. with like Ron Perlman. Yeah, who is who am I thinking of? Who's who's the guy who plays Lego Batman and then also plays BoJack Horseman and uh uh ah oh, shit, I can't remember his name. I mean, Ron Perlman's a great example. Uh, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown is also a great example. Will Arnett like, is the batman will arnett yes will right. arnett. Yeah, yeah 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 he's also got like a, a very i think distinctive voice that then leads to a lot of his characters i don't know going in certain directions um or be like he feels like he might get typecast in certain ways uh but he's really good so like i'm roll with it yeah i'm just looking at uh patrick warburton's uh filmography and he's got a wide range of things going on he's here so much Got fucking Underdog 2007. Hell yeah. Dude, don't talk to me about Underdog 2007. That movie's (laughs) like, I watched that movie so much, but even as a kid, I was like, I'm just watching this to like watch something. This movie is not good. It's not. It's really bad. I had, on the same time, I was a dumb kid that just latched on to weirdly specific things, and I had like the underdog theme song on my iPod is one of like the five songs I had for a while. Yeah, but but also like like the underdog theme song is fun. Like, look, as a kid who had very limited ability to watch things on the television uh, because of his parents, uh-huh. uh, like. Anything that showed up on Boomerang, I was like, I guess this is what I'm into now. <laughs> yeah, that was actually, that, that led back to, you You mentioned that the Funimation channel is like right next to Cartoon Network. The thing that was always next to Cartoon Network for me was Boomerang. And that's just like, yeah. because they just had all that, all those properties, basically. And they're just like, let's just run reruns on this channel. Um, I mean, like, I, I, I to this day, I'm like, man, it's insane that I know so much about the fucking Banana Splits, a show that I assume my parents know more about than I do. Like... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. It's like they there's like a we got a glimpse into like you know much older television through Boomerang, which I think is you know I have seen a heinous amount of Scooby Doo between Cartoon Network and Boomerang combined. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's because I mean I, I got upset when they stopped doing the Super Scooby Marathon on the Super Bowl because uh, I was like like every year that was like my my fucking <laughs> to be a little hyperbolic my fucking pilgrimage because. My dad would be like, oh, yeah, can't wait to watch the Super Bowl. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm going fucking to the basement. I'm turning on the TV. I'm changing the cartoon era. I'm watching we <laughs> do all day long. Hell <laughs> yeah. Watch Puppy Bowl? I mean, I mean, the Puppy Bowl is also a, like the Puppy Bowl kind of replaced when Scooby-Doo went nah. away. Uh, also, like, oh, okay. also, like, the, like, 
look, I love the Puppy Bowl, but I can't sit and watch the Puppy Bowl for all like four hours it goes <laughs> okay, on. So I have Puppy Bowl DVD. And I, I came across the Puppy Bowl DVD before I started watching Puppy Bowl <laughs> during the Super Bowl. But I thought when I got the DVD, because I didn't know what it was, I thought they actually had dogs like playing football, which is very much <laughs> not the case. So I was very disappointed. How, how dare you denigrate dogs. great uh, sports of <laughs> dogs of the Puppy Bowl? <laughs> they train all year for that. Yeah. <laughs> they're the they're best of the best. <laughs> they're, the, they're the best of the litter, okay? They came out the womb, and they had, like, three days to train, and they were the best of the best, all right? They're prodigies. They're, they're oh, football like, prodigies. Truly. I mean, the Puppy Bowl's insane. The Puppy, like, I, I read an article about, like, I want to say it was the Puppy Bowl from three years ago, uh, like, right after it happened, and they were basically detailing about, like, how the Puppy Bowl, in terms of exposure, is, like, just, like entire like if if your you know animal shelter pound whatever is featured mm-hmm. on the poppy bowl you get fucking like cleared out within hours if not days from the air when the poppy bowl airs yeah like, it's just yeah. like it's it's amazing how just a, like even you know a lot of people are just like tune into it for a second but like if they happen to see that shelter on there for just a second and then you propagate that by like millions and millions of viewers it's your chances of getting hits are are gonna be way higher and so yeah it's crazy people watching literally anything around the time of the super bowl is like like the exposure is insane that's why the the fucking ads cost so much right like getting ad space during the super bowl is one of the most expensive things you can do on television probably like it's insanely expensive like millions of dollars Mm mm-hmm I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see how much it is. According to yeah, its associate co- producer, I think it costs tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah. roughly around there. Uh, which is weird because, like, well, not weird. I was just the fucking ads for this year's Super Bowl were very lame. Like, I didn't see anybody talking about ads from the Super Bowl this year. Maybe people are just uh, tired uh, of it. Guess what? Everything over the last year and a half right, has been out lame. The chat. I don't know who Promengard <laughs> TV is, but. How dare you say the Marble Olympics are pointless? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Marble Olympics are are huge. All right, I, I want to see. What is. What it's is that? oh, you oh, you've oh, never seen marble oh, racing? Oh, it's a dangerous rabbit oh, wait, hole. Marble racing? Mm-hmm. Marble racing. Yeah, that shit. And actually, blends perfectly into another topic that I put on here, which is just pointless sports. Um, and like, I don't know if you would call marble like marble rally and marble yeah, just Olympics not pointless. No, 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 no. We've just established calling Marble Olympics pointless. That's that's sacrilege. <laughs> you can't say that. It's illegal. I'm I'm, so, 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 to play devil's ad- advocate for a second, a marble by definition does not have a point. If it did, it would be a very bad marble. <laughs> that you're right. It does. God, in categories. See, that's the thing, though. I can argue it, with that logic. See, no, 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 no. In you gotta, you gotta think about this more clearly, uh-huh. right? There's several in the Marble Olympics. There's several events, right? And surf marbles shine in other events than other events. I don't know why <laughs> I said the same thing twice, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, point being is that a marble with a point would do well in some of these events. I maybe I I really doubt that though, because most of Marble Olympics is just rolling, unless I'm missing something here. 
What, what else do you have to do in the Marble Olympics? It's about the storylines, man. Yeah, exactly. It's like Blazeball. Like, we were just like... Those, those marbles have been working hard this entire time, and you're going to just count. Three days ago, they've been training all three days. Oh, my God. It's almost like... I, I would almost describe, like, Marble Racing and Marble Olympics and stuff as, like, a weird form of ASMR, where it's just like... Yeah. There is nothing... Like of consequence but, happening here. Okay. No, 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 no. But have you seen gel like the, the actual channel that's like big that's gels marble runs? The com the color commentator is like perfection. The the man. Oh makes yeah, no, he's great. But that's that's part of the ASMR, ever. right? Like, Isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I think yeah. so. No, I it's it's incredibly like I I, I kind of like where Nick's going with this. Where it's like it's incredibly relaxing. You have like. It's tr like when you have you're gel, relaxed. I'm at the edge of my seat watching these marbles. <laughs> yes, but but you're literally listening to a guy talk about marbles as they roll down, and marbles make a very ASMR noise. Like yeah, yes. no, like as, when they're rolling down the track, it's just like so nice to listen to. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at one of Gel's videos right now, and it is very much just like just I mean, even without the audio, I'm, I don't I'll, I'll keep the audio off just so we can talk over it, but like um. Yeah, with the commentation and just like the setup, like it's like a whole ordeal where they've got all these nice little like stands for the fucking uh, like spectator <laughs> marbles to to watch they have, it. They even have a, a Where's Waldo thing, but like with a marble. Oh Dude, this my is god! Like a relay race. This is literally every, a marble every, relay race. Every, yeah. event, every event in the Marble Olympics, there is like there is a like Where's what like the Waldo marble thing going on. <laughs> So you can like rewatch the video and be like, "Where the mother? Where the fuck is that bitch ass marble?" Well, now, yeah, with you things that, you, that make you feel good, I wouldn't call ASMR. Isn't the whole point of ASMR to make you feel good? Like, I mean, wait. A, so, what does it stand for? I forget. Uh, ASMR stands for autonomous something, sensory something, something meridian response. response. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's it a very loose just, term. Like, yeah, it seems to just be like a pleasant like a pleasant sensation that cause it says like causes a or it causes like a, a tingling sensation that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back and upper spine so like that like, like um kind of like goosebumps i like to think like it just like makes you feel just like whoa yeah yeah no it's supposed to it's it's just doing things that elicit a specific reaction which feels good to, i won't say it feels good to everybody but is, it's kind of weird equating this to uh, like shit where people are just like I'm gonna eat a jar of honey right into this microphone <laughs> but I'm saying like ever see the B-movie ASMR the whole B-movie ASMR I don't they did that I oh, okay. it's incredible a bunch of, apparently a bunch of people who make ASMR got together and did the entire script of the as ASMR yeah that's and like a whole little, like they just read the script and then, like, did effects for it and everything. Like, some people were doing, like, like I, I remember yeah. the airport scene where they land the plane by doing B flights. They had little, like, uh, puppet things that were, like, moving around and stuff. It was, it was super cute. Um, but ASMR fakes you feel good, but all the, not all things that feel good are ASMR. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying, uh, Foreman Guard TV, is that, that, that just because marble racing makes me feel good doesn't necessarily mean it's asmr yes i, I guess you're right i i was uh 
falsely equivocating the two things. I don't know. You can um, make a, Marble Racing gives me an audio sincerity response. <laughs> I would say that Marble Racing definitely does give me that response. I just hear it, I'm just like, ooh. Yeah. I, I, guess, I, I guess I was thinking, like, the... It's, I, I guess I don't know how to explain it then. It's like the... The fact that the guy is commentating over this race that has, like, he's making up a story as he goes, and it's like, there is no real stakes in the matter, but it's, like, emulating the vibe of, like, a high-intensity, like, you know, sports event with just it's marbles. With the correct color commentary, anything is very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's... Minecraft that's... roleplay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, and that's Listen. sort of... Uh, All I'm saying is, if you're a fan of the Marvel Olympics and you're not Team O Rangers, you know y'all, <laughs> y'all a bunch of losers. I think we're about to have to fight. Oh boy, <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, this sort of leads into another topic that I wanted to just touch on, which is like the idea of these um, sort of ridiculous sports. Like I, I stumbled into a subreddit the other day called R Slash The O Show, which is based on the fake ESPN channel, which then I think turned into a real ESPN channel for a time, um, called the Ocho. Uh, yeah, I can't remember, I can't remember if it became real, but the, the Ocho was like, a, a, a like pre almost a, I can't remember when it started. I don't want to say it's like pre internet, but it's like, that's like a classic joke right there. Well, it's, I apparently, I mean, the subreddit description says that it came from the, uh, it came from the movie Dodgeball with, with yes. Will Ferrell and uh, was that Will Ferrell? That was Will Ferrell, right? No, that wasn't Will Ferrell. Who was that in Dodgeball? Who was the antagonist? The antagonist? Uh, uh, the purple guys. Yeah, the purple dudes. Yeah. I also don't remember who the main anta- main characters were. What the fuck is okay? But yeah, anyways, I'm I'm I'm, lo- I'm showing the subreddit right now, um, and it's just like a bunch of you know really ridiculous sports um like there is one this is in a similar vein to marble racing where it's some people set up a uh a treadmill on a downhill slope and then put a bunch of toy cars on it and then they just do a race well oh, i used to love doing that as a kid actually yeah That's yeah so and they fun. just and they just see who lasts like the longest yeah. on the track um and it's it's fucking great it's like this kind of shit is like so obscure um but it looks it looks fucking wonderful. This is by Steve Wilkins on YouTube. Um, yeah. so, so so it doesn't wait, seem wait. like there's an actual Ocho like TV station. So how to watch ESPN? Dude, okay, Ocho. I just want yeah. the Ocho. It's, it's like... a yearly thing. It looks like on ESPN. Okay, where like just... every year they have they have I, I at least from this article it looks like they have a, a, something called the Ocho Day, which is August eighth. Because oh boy, eight. mark the Wait. calendars. There's so like I'm looking at the Ocho subreddit. The second thing of all time is Steph Curry going against a bunch of Korean comedians, and it's the funniest shit ever, dude. The way they're de- they're deem against him in basketball. <laughs> yeah, okay. I didn't think that one was really like em- emblematic of what this subreddit oh, seems to be about. All, but it's funny as fuck to see this. You see, you see a giant inflatable man defending the basketball rim. Oh yeah, this is fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, shit like this is always entertaining to me. And there's also like back going back to like stuff we watched in our childhood. There was a show uh, that I watched 
uh, way back when that is known in Japan as Kaniku Banzuke, but in America it was called Unbeatable Banzuke. And it was just a series of obstacle. Most of them were obstacle courses. There were some other types of challenges that they had there. Uh, but this was a show that aired on G4, like alongside uh, Ninja Warrior and stuff like that. Yeah. Obviously, Ninja Warrior is the most popular one that like then became its own show in America. But this one was like its its lesser known cousin, I guess I would I would consider it. But I'm showing one of the challenges right now. This is a hand walking competition where you just have to go through an obstacle course just walking on your hands the whole time. Um, but they had just tons of shit like this. Like there would be. Uh, the other ones I remember are there was like a unicycle obstacle course and a pogo stick obstacle course where you'd have to jump on a pogo, pogo stick like just between a bunch of obstacles similar to this one, like where this dude's walking upstairs on his hands. God, this looks dude, painful. There's a, there's, this, there's a post where it's just downhill racing and it's just dudes having to like jump down platforms and do crazy Yes, obstacles. that was the one. Yeah, that was the one I really liked from the Ocho subreddit where it, it they set up it's basically a downhill parkour course. Yeah. Um but and dude, then that's terrifying. If you fuck up, you're just rolling forever. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 scary and it's just a it's also like a normal flight of stairs that people like tourists are just walking on. It's just they also set up these parkour elements in the middle of it. People and are so just additional obstacles, really. Yeah, well, <laughs> sure, but like the there's there's like a, a longer video of it that I think somebody linked in the comments um, of that post that shows like a full run from top to bottom. Let me see if I can pull that up. Uh, ben, oh yes, Ben Stiller. What's the main actor from the uh, Dodgeball movie? I don't know how I forgot about that, but uh, yeah, the downhill racing. Let me see if I can find source uh, here. This one is the downhill race. So he, yeah, I don't know where this is in China. Uh, yeah, I've POV full run, course. world's largest parkour course in Kalen Chan. Or is that the, no, that's the person. Where I've is watched it, though? track a lot. They probably say it in the subreddit um, comments. But, like, yeah, they just have a parkour course on the on this, like, series of stairs and if you get down to like the later parts of the video like i'll see if i can pull up a part here um but the further down the course you go people are just like standing in the obstacle so not only do you have to navigate the parkour course but like like you were saying you just have to also dodge the people that are just sitting here like that dude was just there taking pics let me see people like don't realize that people are like going down this at ridiculously high yeah. speeds well they have to killing. know they see the shit going all like down the fucking side of the mountain like that person oh, yeah, just taking like, a selfie know, there like, actively yeah <laughs> look at that look at fucking and this dude here. this motherfucker is just chilling here he's literally just standing there he's is he even gonna move no no, no, no. i mean he's just vibing <laughs> i think i mean there's more people as you get closer to the bottom because like this is where the base and is and all the touristy shit shit is but like yeah it's it's fucking ridiculous also like there's like yeah some weird shrine there that he then has to parkour around to get to the actual bottom of it um, i mean this is an actual like i think i've seen pictures of the staircase without the parkour stuff on it like this is an actual yeah like, no it's 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 legitimately like a, a piece of cultural right. like architectural history but they just for whatever reason or for whatever event they were doing they just installed that um and it's super fucking cool uh you'll ever see downhill skating no but i would like to let's see what this is this is probably gonna be scary as fuck is it like on a board 
Oh no, boy. Like oh. Oh, ice skating. Yeah, this is yeah, that's what I thought it was. Ice skating. Oh wow, that's. Ooh. Yeah, but this is like this is getting to the point where you're getting towards like X Games level of like rec recognizability. Like I'm, I haven't heard of this, so I guess this is technically still new. But like, holy shit! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, dude, that guy's done. Oh man, this must be so that like bump that hurdle there must be like terrible on your fucking knees. Like, oh, oh, he slid, like, up to the top to get over. God damn. I don't um, like that at all. <laughs> yeah, this is, wow, this is some advanced racing. Um, But yeah, just like, I don't know. I, there's like a bunch of different subcategories, but I'm just curious if you guys had any other niche sports that you've heard of or, like, want to talk I have, about. I have uh, one. I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen. Murky, you might have. Maybe. Um, but have you ever been, like, at the Jersey Shore and you get to watch crab racing? Have you ever gone to a crab race? No. Is that just a <laughs> bunch of people crab walking on the beach? No, no. It's they take crabs, like, actual crabs, and they, like, race them around. <laughs> they just put them in little circuits and then just yeah, let them go? Circuits and you put them in a track. And, like, it's different. Like, there's different kinds. <laughs> but, like, I used to go and watch crab racing occasionally. Uh, oh, is it? Wait, hold on. Uh, hermit crab race? There's, so there's hermit crab races, but there's also, like, actual, like, ocean crab races. <laughs> okay, let me see. This might be it. I'm, I'm pulling up a video now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I didn't know, crab like, like I don't know if you had seen it, like, because, like, you sometimes like, go to, like, very beachy areas, and they'll be doing, like, races for festivals. Oh, these seem, this seems like hermit crabs. Yeah, this is hermit crab. Hermit crab racing, I've heard of a little. That looks like a fight. Have you, heard of the, <laughs> have you guys heard of downhill cheese racing? Yes! <laughs> I think I might have. Uh, let me see if I can, let me try one more time to see if I can find uh, crab racing on the Jersey Shore. I don't. Not this... crab raving. <laughs> <laughs> Close, but. One. Yeah, this one is the closest thing it looks like to like with actual crabs. But this doesn't all. This yeah, also that's, is this it? That, that's one. That, so this is one of them. So like sometimes they have them on like a trail like that, so they can only go one way because crabs are because crabs need to be because crabs. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but there's also ones where you could like put them on like a little leash and you can guide them. Oh my god! Really? Like you? Like your like your handler is just following the crab on the beach, trying to push their guy along, like. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, let me look at the downhill cheese racing. I think I have heard of this. It's just a big ass, you just make a big ass wheel of cheese and then you just roll it down the hill, right? No, no, you're very wrong. What? What is, what is, oh no. Oh, wait, no, I have seen this. Oh, yeah, yeah, This yeah, seems, yeah. like, super dangerous. So it's oh, a bunch yeah. of- Oh, seem, like, super dangerous. This is like a, it's just a hill, and then people are just sliding down it, like, at- Oh, sliding is a gentle word to say. Yeah, okay. They are just tumbling. God, this hill's, I didn't realize it's this big. This is scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So, like, the thing is, like, you're supposed to race an actual wheel of cheese. Like, there is an actual wheel of cheese. They, like, go push forward. And you're supposed to try to beat the wheel of cheese down the hill. Yeah, I'm trying to see oh. if there's a shot here that shows the wheel. Oh, look at that guy in the yellow shirt go. Oh, there's a dude in a morph suit. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, look at him go. Oh, there's people at the bottom that are trying to stop you. That's, I'd like yeah. to, okay, there's the yeah, cheese there, wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. it is. 
And oh, the point is to try to beat it down this hill. Yeah, good fucking luck. God, yeah, no, that's not gonna work. <laughs> Holy cow. This seems like so much, like, like, ten-year-old me would fuck with this so oh, yeah. hard. Absolutely. But, like, as an adult, like, this just seems, like, terrifying. Dude, if I was, like, 11, I'd be the fucking first one trying to roll down this hill. Like, Oh, yeah, kid. for sure. It's, oh, dude, that dude bird hurt his back. He's, like, grabbing it afterwards. Holy shit. I guess there's fu it's funny because you see people on the back who are, like... It's just, it's just crazy seeing some of the tumbles. Some of the tumbles are so extra. Oh, they're so... Yeah. It's some fucking... of these guys can fall at, like, any angle and be fine. Well, yeah. they do, I, I think, like, part of it is, like, you just have to go with it after a certain point. Like, let the ragdoll take over and hopefully your neck doesn't fucking snap. <laughs> like, and that's, that's, like, probably the fastest way that you're getting down. Um, Beekman's talk about combat. What is, what is this stuff? Arena what combat? Oh, this is, like, the shit that was in... Let me see. You sport... What the fuck is this? Hold on. This is the first link. Uh, I'll turn on the sound for Beekman's sake. What is this? So it's arm wrestling, but you can... Oh, they're just beating the fuck out of each other while holding hands. Oh my god. Oh, X arm. I understand. It is... Okay. You have to hold... Oh, you're just tied to each other. Okay. Yeah. Wow, this is fucking brutal. Holy shit. So how do you lose? Uh, I'm assuming you knock the other fucker out. Oh, wait, yeah, I just said. Uh, pin his arm, or... Or knock him out. Or knock him out. That's pretty straightforward. Simple rules, I like it. Yeah. I want to see, you know, like... I, I I was introduced to trampoline parks when I came to Rochester. That was, like, the first trampoline park I ever went to. I want to see more sports implement, like, trampoline park elements to happen. them. Trampoline park dodgeball is fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, yeah, that counts as an actual new sport. Yeah. <sighs> I remember... What the I fuck is arena combat, bro? It's just... Is it just fucking MMA, but... But people more... run around... And there's, like, like, multiple of the guys in the arena at the same time. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, this is... <laughs> this is just a mess. Holy... Wow. Yeah. Wait, put on this, is just, this is just, like, a, a, up, like a gang brawl. Yeah, this is, like, just fuck all, run Are around, beat each other. Like, a little bit of parkour, just barely, though. It looks like teams, but, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Wow, this is like this is an advanced yeah, it basically for, for audio listeners is a parkour arena type deal, but very very basic parkour. And then there's it looks like there's two teams of like three or four dudes that then just uh pummel try to pummel the shit out of each other, but they can like run around the arena and, and like dodge, I guess. I don't know. What the I don't know. The the best move I saw was someone like Whipping someone around and slamming them off the top of uh, one of the platforms. Yeah. Um, but in this in this vein of discussion, is there is there any obscure sport that you know of or that maybe you saw today that you think that you would have a chance of participating in and possibly doing well in? If you were to come up with some doing bullshit well sport, in? or yeah, if you saw anything, or if you even if you just come up with some bullshit sport, like what what is something you think you could win in a competitive scene? 
Like, what do you what do you have a decent exactly chance? Exactly as tall as I am now. I okay. The competition is to be exactly my height. I would win. <laughs> oh, what did you say, Tori? I don't have much physical ability anymore. I've been I've been trying to like test my limit. I tried climbing a tree the other day, and I immediately like tried to yeet myself onto the lowest branch. And then mm. I just, like, grabbed it, and then just, like, rotated and fell straight on my head. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would do that well. I'm trying to stay fit, but, like, I remember when I was a kid, I thought, like, parkour was the coolest thing, and I wanted to be, like, a parkour dude. Uh, but that is, like, you need to be extremely fit to do some of the crazy shit that, like, parkour experts really do. Yes. So, I don't know. I don't I just, know. When you think. I'm very bad at anything upper body strength wise. I, it also didn't help that literally the only sport I played for the majority of my life was soccer. So it, I didn't even come anywhere close to developing anywhere good upper body strength. So, mm-hmm. dude, I don't know. know. You know what I want to do if we were able to ever get like a reasonable prize for it? Uh-huh. You, you know those events where it's like everyone has to touch the, the prize and whoever lets go of it loses. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the endurance competitions. Yeah, I think if there was anything that I could have a chance at, it might be an endurance competition of, of something like that, where you just have to stay in one yeah. spot forever. Yeah. Um, Dude, that, I, I think I would be far more stubborn. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? Like, that doesn't involve being, like, physically fit. It's just... It's just how, the mental endurance. Yeah. Right. How, how stubborn are you about not letting go of this goddamn whatever the fuck? Uh-huh. And just be be the most stubborn. And also, I mean, you do have to consider that your body will... If you're going for, like, days, then you're starting to deal with, like, serious, you know, physical fatigue of just trying to be there for... Yeah, but mama didn't raise no bitch. There you go. Really? <laughs> yeah, it'd probably be something along those lines. Um, Cut to always sunny episode where they do the dance till you drop competition. Oh god, great episode! Did you guys hear about the like the legend of the dude from like Florence, Italy, who literally danced until he or like there was a whole town of people or something that yeah, died. That was, that, was a, that was an event of mass hysteria. Yeah, one yes. person started dancing for no reason, and then like it starts spreading like like a disease would in a sense yes the dancing plague of 1518 july 1518 uh residents of the city of strasbourg uh then part of the holy roman empire so i was wrong about florence oh well were struck by a sudden and seemingly uncontrollable urge to dance the hysteria kicked off when the woman known as frau troffa stepped into the street and began to silently twist uh, twirl and shake. She kept up her solo dance-a-thon for nearly a week before a long some... Uh, and before long, some three dozen other stressed bourgeois joined in. By August, the dancing epidemic had claimed as many as 400 victims. No other explanation for the phenomenon. Local physicians blamed it on hot blood. Right, when they were still figuring out like how Ooh, blood works. <laughs> blood is so hot. This blood spicy. Uh, was well documented in 16th century and historical records. It's also not the only known incident of its kind. Similar manias took place in Switzerland, Germany, and Holland, though fewer as large or deadly as the one triggered in 1518. According to historian John Walker Waller, the explanation most likely concerns Saint Vitus, a Catholic saint who who pious 16th century Europeans believed had the power to curse people with a dancing plague. 
combined with horrors of disease and famine, both of which were tearing through Strasbourg in 1518, the St. Vitus superstition may have triggered a stress-induced hysteria that took hold much of the city. God, can you imagine, like, living during the plague, and you're just so stressed out that you just start dancing, and then you just keep going until you die? I mean, they said it could also have been food poisoning, where, like, "Uh uh-oh, we have nothing to eat. Hey, what do these mushrooms do? Oops, we ate LSD. Uh... That's but like I, I guess there are also I just other instances like worldwide, like even up till like present day where like mass hysteria mass stuff stress causes like mass hysteria and causes like yeah. actual physical symptoms in people. Yeah. And... I mean the the Salem witch trials are considered a mass hysteria event. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Um a mass hysteria event where uh they were like, uh oof, uh would be a shame if someone took that land from you it's too bad you're a witch get him (laughs) (laughs) oofy doofy yeah i i just i guess i don't understand like that that part is like people are crazy and they do a mock trial to then just be like yeah we're just gonna stone you but this but like this dance thing is like they literally danced until they dropped like they're they mentally could not stop themselves or just didn't have the will to stop themselves until their body could not support them anymore. And then I guess they just, like, went into shock and died, which is just, I don't know, that that in particular just seems kind of crazy to me as a form of mass hysteria, that that could just happen. But also it was during the plague, so if everybody I knew was, like, had a 50-50 on dying or not, I would probably also go batshit go stupid <laughs> go crazy um god damn yeah dance till you drop competition would be pretty there's brutal. also a laughing epidemic in yeah. uh, Tanzania hmm did it kill people or was it just no it was just a bunch of la- like apparently, like apparently up to 48 schoolgirls were unable to stop laughing for like hours on end it, it, it apparently joker started... went to tanzania and <laughs> just another regular day for the joker baby yeah joker, oh, dude speaking of joker i really want the batman who laughs to be like a thing in the big screen we might get it we might get it eventually uh... i mean like the bat the the DCEU, they're trying to do some weird shit with Batman right now, right? They've got they've got the Flash movie, which is going to have Michael Keaton as his as his old Batman. In yeah, that shit was the Flash wild. Movie. What the fuck? Yeah, they're bringing Michael Keaton back. It's apparently. okay. The Flash movie doesn't exist. I, <laughs> I somehow believe that the Black Adam movie exists more than the Flash movie because the Rock... and that's only because I go. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's the rock, but but like, look, there, there have been a lot of issues with the Black Adam movie itself. But like, at least it feels like the Black Adam movie, despite moving at a glacial place pace, is moving forward. Meanwhile, yeah. the Flash movie is much like the Flash in a different fucking dimension, where you're like, <laughs> "What's happening?" And they're like, "We are both moving at the speed of light, and also not moving at all." <laughs> they, I mean, the whole DCU is just a mess, right? Like they, they, they Warner Warner Brothers as a company is a well, shit yeah. show right now. Yeah. yeah, they they've got they've got so many like so many different things going on that they're trying to juggle, and it's like 
part of the like it seems like there's like a part of one division of, of Warner Brothers that's like we've got to bring everything back together it's got to be a cinematic universe and another department's just like no we don't have to be Marvel if we just make all our movies like interesting different things then we can just like that could be our thing and MCU could be its thing and then we'll have a different market and people will like gravitate towards that if they're tired of the MCU but they don't know which one to settle on so they keep trying to like multiverse bring shit back together possibly I mean, that's not, that's not, i don't think that's the, the central issue i think they for the most part had given up on like unified universe which i mean in all honesty i'm kind of in favor of yeah no uh, i am too for sure i don't know i like i kind of agree like as someone who grew up with a lot more dc shit and also i lean a lot more towards some of the stories that the dc universe tells just because it's like all right i've had this discussion we've we've talked about this during this point which is like the difference between like the ideology behind the district comics and the ideology behind marvel comics and i just lean more towards the dc comics style of storytelling than the marvel style of storytelling yeah of course um so i don't know We'll, we'll see if anything comes of that i guess the the Robert Pattinson Batman is still coming out at some point soon, maybe. I I like Robert Pattinson. I like the idea of a noir Batman, but I also kind of think that that it might be bad. Yeah. Because, I don't know. It's based based on one of his, like, best comics, right? The the calendar, or not calendar. No one knows. Best, uh, the the comics are weird. (laughs) Okay. That's all I want to say is, like, basing things on comics doesn't hold any water with me mm-hmm. uh and maybe it's because i don't have i didn't read many comics and so i just don't have nostalgia for it but also like if they're like we're making a movie out of these episodes of justice league the animated series i'm like no dude the but if anything from the justice League animated series you should take away taken away from is just do whatever the fuck you want there was a there was a seat episode where Lex Luthor goes to his barber shop and is like, "That's right, I've hidden my secret weapon underneath my barber shop." And you're like, "Lex, you don't have hair," <laughs> but that's fucking hilarious because <laughs> oh that's the joke. God. Is no one would go to a barber shop to investigate Lex Luthor because he doesn't have hair? <laughs> that's fucking like, top tier. That's the that's the weird fun shit where I'm like, yes, m- more. <laughs> give yeah. me give me weird shit. And I mean. Yeah, and, and then and then there's other parts of like DC stuff that's doing well. Like I think we've uh, I, I was talking with uh, Aiden and Reese. I think recently they they started yeah. watching the Harley Quinn animated series, and that show. Mwah. You want to talk? Yeah. If we want, if we go go whole, go whole circle and talk about your your love of, of romance and, and harem animes, like fucking Harley Quinn the animated series made a love triangle that I didn't hate. And I actually enjoyed yeah. a lot. Like, the love triangle Kite Man, between... Kite Man, a, but that's what I'm talking about. It's like, that's why Harley Quinn is successful. Because it's like, alright guys. Unless you watched uh, I Hate Everything video, you have no idea who the fuck Kite Man is. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Just... Oh, Here's Kite Man, and you're like, oh, what's his thing? Oh, he flies around on a kite. <laughs> is there anything else about him no guy, no he's just like a guy and he's, his gimmick is he flies around on a kite and then they're like all right but now also he's like a guy and he's a part of the romantic the story. You know, fucking triangle issue at the center of the show about people learning to you know be better about the like 
yeah understand themselves better and be better about themselves through the you know relationships they have with other people and you're like uh this is the harley quinn show right and they're like <laughs> yeah no yeah that's the yeah that's what the show is and i'm like i fucking love it <laughs> it's so fucking good man i will i will get around to venture for us i'll get around yeah. to it But also to just say, DC's animated department is, like, weirdly one of the most fleshed out, like, animation teams. I remember people, like, I saw... They didn't didn't have, have, like, an actual, like, DC animated universe. Yeah, yeah, and and they had, they they recently put out a movie called uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, which was basically, like, their endgame like like just in that animated universe because they were building up to it like they had like the flashpoint movie and then they had a bunch of batman movies when that was introducing the bat family uh and then some teen Titan movies which that oh man that's a whole rabbit hole right there where like man obviously teen titans the cartoon on cartoon network was a fucking blast very good uh and in that show the relationship between raven and beast boy mwah muy bueno but then they introduce uh damian ray as like the new robin in this universe and then he gets thrown into the teen titans and then he's, they start up like a relationship between him and raven uh and beast boy like is just doing his own thing they have a little bit with like tara in one of the movies but that's sort of off to the side and i was just like damn i didn't think i'd like raven with anybody but beast boy but here we are and it was like it's really good um and then it all i mean like, but that's like that's that's the weird thing is like DC's animated animation department is like so versatile and so fleshed out, and you're just like, why won't the live action guys just like go to you one day and be like, hey, yeah. can we like ask some questions about like how you make the make you know, the good things, make better things? Like, like sure, DC animation has had like its flops. Like, I think I watched, I think it's, I think it's literally called like Gods and Monsters, and I was like, oof. That was a stinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, it's the, like, you still run around and you're like, hey, have you ever thought about how, like, it, it, like and this isn't, of course, the same teams, but, like, the same animation studio, basically, is like, all right, uh, so Mask of the Phantasm, but also Batman Brave and the Bolt. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> how did... How are, how are these two? They have the, the range, movie? Jacob. They have the range. Uh, and so, I mean, like I said, it's not the it's not the same teams, but still, like they're just so. I, yeah, they have multiple they groups of people just, that are very good. They know how to like put out good animation and <laughs> good stories, and yeah. you're like, I mean, technically, Scooby Doo was a WB property, mm-hmm. and they're the people like like yeah, trust me, as someone who's a big fan of Scooby Doo, there have been plenty of shit Scooby Doo. <laughs> like uh, especially in the like late aughts and uh post- are you telling me the d- the wwe now? crossover shit wasn't good all right all right it's so weird to me that we call the WWE crossover the aughts now. Kind of yeah that's the, the aughts, first i've ever heard of that phrase yeah oh yeah I've heard it several times now it's it's such a weird calling it the aughts well it'd be, it'd be weird i feel like it'd be weirder to call them the 2000s because we're still in the 2000s right it's just I mean that's 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 the main reason people use it. Yeah, distinguish. I uh, two zeros. Well, my thing is like, what about when oh, we get to like okay. the t- like now we're in the the twenties, right? Well, no, we're, we're, in the, in we're not in the teens anymore. Oh no, sorry, we were. Yeah, sorry, we were. 
God damn, time's really passing. I'm sorry. We're, we're in the 20s days. now. I can't say the 20s without not to refer to 1920 anymore. I have to refer to 2020s when I say the 20s. I mean, I'm that'll probably be one. So, okay, is, is, that, is that what's happening now? So, like, we the most recent 20s is what we consider the 20s, and then we have to refer to the other one as the full. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, we have to, now we have to go forward. Yeah. Or we could just have history That's repeat it. itself entirely by having the meme coin stock market blow up and everybody gets super rich on that and then there's going to be a meme depression in the 30s. Um, a meme depression? Basically, yeah, a meme, a meme depression. It, it's... Dude, it's memes? so... <laughs> no more memes. We saw, we saw a glimpse of it with the, with the rare Pepe shortage. the stock market crash in the 20s? Okay, so at the end of the 20s. the 20s, we haven't gotten that yet. Come on, right? So, we're really repeating it. All right, like... so Jacob, as a, as our, yeah, I mean, we're, what we're do you think? Do you the... think we're headed for a stock market crash? Oh God, what a way to end an episode! Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna make a tangent about how, like, hey, look, Jacob's kind of right about the instability of cryptocurrency because someone was like. Hey, I think we should like increase capital gains tax because on the wealthy, and then Bitcoin just fucking crashed. <laughs> like, like that's that's how it works. And it's like I don't know. Like I don't want to go on uh, cryptocurrency, not real money. I'm mad. <laughs> we do that like almost every week. We I know. We I, I didn't want. I want to delve, delve into that. But on the will, is there a bubble? I mean, there's a bubble because you know speculation has been happening for the last you know decade and a half. <laughs> No, I so, thought yeah. we did that. I thought we dealt with that in the 2008 oh, we dealt recession. With by uh, putting stop it, uh, like the most minor of stoppages in, in order to prevent <laughs> them from doing it again. And then, you know, the last administration was like, let's just get rid of those. And I'm like, oh, that's right. That's a great idea. In a time when speculation was already kind of starting to get bad because we were returning to forgetting the lessons of the past within less than a decade. Uh, and now there are no guardrails. We're going to die. <laughs> Hooray! Thanks for watching, I mean, everybody. There are slightly better guardrails than there were before. And some <laughs> of those guardrails are still in place, but they're also shit. That that there's a reason that tax cuts are not good for the economy <laughs> in the long run. I have one minor thing before we go. What's your thing? So, uh, I don't know who used to live in my in my room in the lodge before me, but like every once in a while, like I'll notice like something shining on my carpet. Yeah. It's like these, I don't know if it'll show, it's like these little gold stars. Oh, that, Jimmy used show. to live in your room, so you should ask Jimmy. Yeah, I gotta, because there's like, every once in a while, like, when I'm walking through my floor, I'm like, what is the fuck is that? And it's just another gold star, and I'm like, why are there just so many gold stars in this room? You get a gold I star. I don't know. And everybody's watching get a, gets a gold star for sitting through an hour of this. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Better than the last episode. <laughs> Oh, the last episode is also on X videos. You can check it. I linked it in the chat of the Uh-Oh channel on Discord. So uh, I, I committed to the meme, and it's there. Uh, anyways, thank you for watching. Uh, I'll be back with uh, more Pokemon stuff later, so come check that out. But until then, thanks for watching. Stay safe out there, and peace out. Also, here's bye a gift of this has been uh, Robin beating the fuck out of Robin. This is Nando. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>